Yes, fancy managers. Hello and welcome back to the FPL Addicts Game Week 36 preview show for the Fantasy Premier League 21-22 season. Today's show is powered by Esports Live and sponsored by Bonus Bank. Big thank you to Bonus Bank for supporting us and our community this season. Make sure you check out the details in the caption below on how to take advantage of Bucky's promotions. It's free to set up and you also receive 25% off your premium month uh, with our discount code FPL Addicts, which is in the caption below as well. Wherever you're listening or watching, hope you're enjoying the content and uh, excited for today's show. Make sure you give our video some love with a like, a rating or review, as well as a subscription below. Uh, hello to everyone who's joined us so far. Today I am joined, it's the return of the Messiah, the guru, Matty Day. Uh, welcome back to the show, mate. It's been a minute. It's been a while, but yes, yeah, it's, it's good to be back and... Um... Yeah, I feel like so much has happened in the in the week I've been off, uh, and can't wait to to talk all about it. Yeah, mate, we've uh, we've definitely missed you on the pod, but I know you've been uh, you know you've been made it to Perth. You had a good couple of weeks break over there, refreshed. We see you've kind of you know you've reset your momentum as well, and we're going to chat about a bit about that in the uh, in the podcast today and what is what is news with that. But we're also joined by FBL addicts Reedy, the one and only our UK correspondent Reedy. How are you, sir? I'm going well. I'm going well. Cheers, Jack. Um, it's great to have Matt back and see him with a, you know, lovely fresh trim there. Um, I think, you know, uh, all that all that time ago when lockdown hit hit the hit the world, uh, there was some crazy barnets going on. So um, yeah, it's it's great to see uh, see Matt, see yourself, and. Uh, I'm doing really well, bud. Thank you. Fantastic. And as always, we do chat a bit of nonsense, a bit like Reedy just went through then. So uh, <laughs> make sure you hope you enjoy the show. A big shout out to a couple who have joined us already. FPR Planner, first in, first in best dress as always uh, from the big man. Nice to see you, mate. And uh, obviously Mike as well, he's joined us, uh, the guru's favourite Arsenal. Arsenal supporter. Uh, so Mike, hope you're doing well, pal. And uh, Quentin, <laughs> Quentin Dunn. Good to see the Spurs trooper, fair. Johnny Bravo and the Hitman. Yeah, we're all here, all lined up, ready to go. Uh, good to see you. Good to have you join us here, Quentin. Um, listen, obviously a lot to get through. We have not got many shows left, lads. Um, you know, game week 36, finishing, you know, t- I think we're going to maybe squeeze in three more pods before the end of the season. Um, it's getting... It's getting, you know, time's gone. Time's gone so quick. Can't believe it's over. Nearly over already. How are you feeling, Matt? Yeah, look, it's it's one of them, isn't it, where like you don't realise what you've probably lost until it's gone. And I think at the moment, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to the season ending because of the whole, you know, the way it's gone with COVID, and you know, it's kind of dragged on a little bit. Um, but you know, once it's gone, you just want it back again. So. Yeah, I'm it. kind of caught in two minds. I've, I've hit a bit of form in FPL as well, so I kind of want to see where I end up to. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's I'm in two minds, but I'm also looking forward to a bit of a break for once with the uh, you know with all the kickoff times and you know prepare again for next season. But um, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a big end, a big end to the season. It certainly is, mate. And what we'll do, we'll shoot over to our uh, review of game week 35. I'll check out some of these results. Uh, Reedy, you must have been happy with Liverpool. I certainly was, Jack. Yeah, one um, 0 win. You know, not the most convincing, but Naby Keita um, doing the business for us, and um, that's what it's all about. It's just uh, just about getting the points on the board and keeping up with City at the moment. Of course, um, title race is still on. So uh, Newcastle have been in great form recently. Um, so to go to St James's Park and, and get that win was uh, was really vital. Um, so happy, yeah. 
Yeah, we, I mean, we spoke on the podcast last week and we, it could have been obviously a massive haul for Liverpool and their assets, but then obviously Newcastle have been in good form and I think I, I think I might have mentioned it could have been a difficult game and mm. yeah, it turned out that way as well, didn't it? 1-0, but like I said, at this point in the season, Liverpool need the wins, but in FPL terms, you know, Yossi got on the on the uh, on the uh, assist, which was great for me. Not many have cater, but um, obviously a lot of people got killed off with obviously the perma captain Salah not obviously getting rested and Trent as well. Yeah, and I think the key one from an FPL point of view is a lot of people have looked at low budget keepers this season. You know, to obviously you know, fulfil the defenders and you know pack their midfielders, the the higher priced assets. But I just want to give a quick mention to um, Allison. In terms of his, his his points this season, it, it is phenomenal. Uh, I think he's like, I, I don't know if the, the, it may have changed slightly now, but I'm sure he was about ninth the other week in terms of FPL points, um, the highest scoring goalkeeper. And um, yeah, I mean, if, you've, if you're if you an FPL manager who's had him in all season, fair play to you because he has racked up the points and stuff. And, you know, he's getting the three bonus from that game there because, you know, there wasn't really any big of the big hitters involved. So, uh, yeah, a long may it continue for Alisson, obviously, from a from a Liverpool fan point of view. Yeah, nice. Alisson there, 166 points, 22 points clear at the top of the uh, the goalkeeper standings there. Only 9.1% owned as well. Obviously, yeah. he's on the uh, on the more expensive side, but playing, you know, playing for a team who are, you know, they're going for the title, aren't they? Hopefully, they don't get it. But anyway, uh, Guru, over to you, mate. Uh, I think we've obviously got to chat about, chat about your Spurs team, right? Yeah, look, I want to pull two results. I think I want to do we'll do Spurs against Leicester first. Obviously, yeah. three one. Um, you know, Son's come out and got another massive score, two goals and assist. Um, you know, at half time this game was only one nil. Kane had scored at that point. Um, and you know, we all thought maybe he was gonna be the one that was gonna get the haul because he's got a great record against Leicester. Son did have the assist at that point, and then the second half, you know, it was all about Son. Um, who also had a good record against Leicester as well, but Keynes was still was was a bit more impressive. And um, oh, Son in this half was just as soon as Kulusevski come off the bench, I think it, it changed the game. He gets two assists. Son gets both of the goals, and um, yeah, they were just great finishes. And that and that second one as well um, that he whips into the top corner was just you know unbelievable. And um, yeah, it was it was just yeah unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It you know a lot of people who captain Son or even just had Son on their team really benefited from from this game because there was a lot of low scoring players, um, you know, and very unfortunate for the, you know, the owners of Spurs defenders as well because, you know, the, the clean sheet was there until literally the last kick of the game. So, um, you know, feel sorry for, for Spurs defender owners, but yeah, great win. <laughs> just incredible points from from Son and Kulazewski off the bench, like oh, just unreal, unreal. Yeah, some obviously really impressive uh, action from you know Spurs, really the uh, solid front three now, I guess. I know Lucas Moura started that game, as you mentioned, Kulusevski came on, but looking absolutely on five. I mean, if them three are in that kind of form going into next season, going up against the Liverpool front three or you know the City, but um, you know, well, the eight that they've got, but that's a scary comparison, isn't it? And you know, if they can keep up, yeah, I, th- I think so. And um. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what these players are priced at next season from Spurs with, you know, the likes of Son and Kane. Kane, yeah. he's still not had his best, you know, he's not had one of his best seasons, you know, overall. So I'll be interested to see if his price goes down and then, you know, someone like Son goes up. But another game I wanted to quickly point out as well was the yeah, Everton-Chelsea game. Um, you know, I don't think many people expected 
Chelsea to lose um, and Chelsea players to you know not get any points. And um, that Mason Mount was unlucky; he did hit the post. There was a phenomenal save from Pickford as well. You know, loads of really good saves from Pickford. But I thought, yeah, Everton just brilliant at Goodison Park in this one. Uh, the crowd was was unreal. Uh, Richarlison grabbed his goal. Gray was just him, Pickford and Richarlison were just unbelievable in this game. Um, and yeah, I was really impressed by Everton in this one. I know they've been awful for most of the season, but um, yeah, I didn't expect this result. And um, yeah, Chelsea were really, uh, really poor for the most part. So I thought this was a, a really big result. Yeah, big shock result, as you mentioned. I think it was another one we mentioned on the podcast last week. Everton's home form has been, you know, it's pretty pretty decent. They do sit 10th in the form ladder at home. Um, you know, they've won eight of the 17. So, you know, which is which is obviously, you know, the halfway on there being inconsistent, 50-50. But there was always this chance and they got and they got that result. And yeah, shocks, you know, quite a few people out there. And assets-wise, you know, I loaded up on Mount and uh, Alonso from the previous week. So yeah, they uh, yeah, I definitely took a bit of a beat in there. But obviously, just rounding up the uh, the rest of the results, obviously, a team that did smash it was uh, Man City four 0 against Leeds. Um, Jesus getting on the score sheet again, carrying on his scoring form. Another asset to be keeping an eye on if you haven't got him in already. But Foden with the two assists um, in there as well. How, how what we thinking about Foden, Reedy? I know I've texted you a few times about him this week. You have indeed, Jack. You've been. Uh... Licking your lips at the idea of bringing him in for this uh, for this double game week, uh, um, you know the Champions League game midweek uh, going to one twenty, uh, you know that may not have helped um, his his starting well from a starting point of view anyway uh, for City this weekend. But you know the lad's young, one of the youngest in the in the team, if not the youngest, and um, you know he should be as, as fit as a fiddle. Um, but yeah, it's in terms of a City City midfield and bringing them in. He's one of your lower-priced ones as well um, against the likes of KDB, Mares, Sterling, so on. So I definitely don't. Um, I wouldn't go against bringing him in. I think um, I think he's, he's he is really important in terms of cities. Um, you know, maintaining that one-point lead over Liverpool and not losing anything. So I like it, mate. Just be cautious. That's all I'm saying. Just just be cautious. Be you cautious. heard it from Reedy first. There we go. You so. Like I'm sure there'll be a few ones out there. Uh, obviously, we need to mention Burnley in there as well, just for Ollie Walk appeal. Just a shout out to him. Obviously, Burnley getting the win. He did a, yeah, he did big Burnley fan, any massive Burnley yeah, fan. Massive probably. Burnley fan. <laughs> 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 yeah, but they got the win again against Watford. Uh, and someone who will love uh, the Brownhill shout. I think it's Q. I'm pretty sure it's Quentin Dunn from the oh, with us. He's yeah, a massive Brownhill fan, so he got on the score sheet as well. Yeah. Could Brownhill? Could he get in a in a bigger team? Mm, I haven't really seen enough of him. Play, I won't lie. Bad I shout. won't lie. I haven't watched yeah. him enough. Yeah. I, I, the right. thing is, I could I could see him um, at I don't know. I could see him at the likes of Southampton, or I could see him at the likes Everton. of maybe Everton. You, you know what I mean? That sort of club where you know they do take those sort of midfielders on who who have. No, I don't want to say reject because that's not the right word, but they they take on players that have been maybe at bigger clubs. And, you know, sort of can't cut it. And they'll like, quit saying he's having it with United. I think yeah. you, might, you might need him. I forgot about them, Jack. You know, to be fair, would you have him? Or... No, I said a big club. Fair play to Brownhill. He's been he's been knocking the points um, recently. And 
Yeah, it could do well in a good team, but anyway, we'll move on. What we'll do, we'll uh, we've reviewed obviously this game week, uh, last week's game week, sorry, and we'll check out our mini leagues. So, if I just bring up the free mini, so the FPL Addicts free mini, obviously free to enter for anybody to join. I think we've got nearly a thousand uh, players in there, and obviously, if you still want to join, you can still join that and be ready for the new season. Um, but at the top of there. Chama, he came on the podcast this season. He um, obviously full of insight, full of knowledge, really in depth, and he's managed to claw himself back into first place up there. Billy Brannigan, who uh, hopefully will be joining us on the podcast next week, has dropped down into second. But Chama, eighty-two points, two thousand four hundred and sixty-nine points overall, insane, and he's gone up to two seven eight overall in the world. So unbelievable stuff. The teller shout. Guru, talk to me. I know you didn't like tellers a few weeks back. You knew he was a fraud. <laughs> yeah. You know what? He's done obviously done well out of him this week. I think he might have had him in from that prior double game week. And to be fair, it's paid off this week with the Brent Brentford fixture. So, um, you know, hats off to him. He's, he's done well there. And, um, then for a while, you know, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, I think he's a tellers. I think it was from that three weeks, yeah, that, three weeks, that yeah. double game week. So, um, yeah. It's paid off though, it just shows you know, if you stick that extra fixture, um, with him and in and he decided to start him this week and he's you know, he's done really well. And you know, you look at his team, you obviously got the sun shout spot on, um, you know, and who else has he got in there? Saka got an assist, he's got Cancelo, like, he's got a few others with, with one pointers like Ninketia, who actually probably could have come out with a few goals, uh, yeah, where well. Yeah, where of course Salah, and then yeah, he's got, he's got points on his bench as well. Yeah, with with Ian Nacho. So um, yeah, unbelievable score. But yeah, Tellers and uh, Son Kulusevski were uh, were brilliant for him. So um, yeah, he's done well to to give Tellers that extra week. Yeah, no cracking stuff. Uh, like I said, Billy Brannigan dropped down to second place and third place Kyle Brook. So looking really good in there. Uh, FPL planner, shout out to you, mate. He's in sixth place there, still still hanging on. Um, very much so, and still absolutely smashing it with 2,417. So hats off to you, mate. Um, and where have we got on here? I thought Quentin was up here. He was obviously watching right now. Let's just going to have a look. He's, um, he's in the top. Oh, there he is. He's 28th. One Basaka, two Basaka. So uh, well done, Quentin. Good to see you looking good in there, mate. And then 28th. What a bit of a disappointing week for you, but I'm sure you'll bounce back. Um, over to our paid mini. So let's start looking here. Um, first, first place, 47 points. Steve Reed remained top of the ladder. Jordy Wilson in second and Kieran King in third. Reed, how's Kieran doing? Uh, obviously, he's one of your mates in there. Yeah, doing okay. He's, uh, he's still been chatting so much, passing on your advice. We have. We had a little chat earlier this week, a little catch up, um, you know, work related, obviously, but um, FBL always <laughs> sneaks into the conversation. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's got his free hit left, he's got his bench boost left as well. Um, he really is. Um, he thinks he can do it. He, he can. He, he thinks he can. He can sort of clean up. You know, he really does. Uh, we did, we had a chat about Wardy and said, you know, obviously he's he's been doing really well. He's been smashing it lately. Um, but yeah, as I say, Kevin's got as good a chance as as any of that sort of was it top four really, even top five Champions League place. Yeah. Um, so I I really think he's going to have a chance. I really really do. Um, good lad. A good FPL player, as it shows there in the uh, paid league. So um, yeah, good luck to him because you know he's a, he, you know if he does pull it off and goes and wins it, he, he only deserves it. So yeah, and take a commission out of the winnings. But the top <laughs> four, the top four 
so for those who are maybe listening for the first time, um, our paid minute, uh, these guys have paid to enter this and we give back in the rewards. So in fourth place, uh, whoever places in fourth gets $200 back. Third place is $350. Second place is $650. And in first place, takes the $1,000 cash prize, Aussie dollars. So things are getting a bit exciting. What we're going to do as well, we've reached out to a couple of the guys already. Hopefully, we can get all four of the top four who are lined up for that week, or maybe the top five if another one sneaks in there. Uh, we're going to get them live on the podcast uh, and uh, for game week 38. So that could be a bit tasty, that one, and we'll be excited to do so and get everyone's thoughts as they'll lead into that week. Um, so, yeah, really exciting. But in other news, obviously, we have our Manager of the Week and Manager of the Month award to give out. So the Manager of the Week this week goes to Ali Pizza Boy. Uh, I think he's sat. Where is he? He is sat in... Oh, he's a there he is. A fair bit here. 20th. I'm looking here. 20th. Uh, Vamos Bruno. Vamos Bruno. So congratulations to Ali. He walks away with uh, the Manager of the Week award, aka Pizza Boy, in our Discord community. <laughs> Played his wild card this week. It did pay off 76 points. He got the captain's armband on Son. Picked really wisely and walks away with his $20. And that's his second award of the season because uh, he did win the manager of the month back in September. So um, Ali's now walks away with 220 bucks. Happy days, Ali. And congratulations. Um, Ali's yeah really active in our Discord community and a great lad as well when he jumped on the podcast. But over to the big one this month for April. It is not Mrs. Guru, but it is Mr. Guru himself, our very own Fiardix, Matty Day. Matty, congratulations. You've uh, you've smashed it this month and you're the bonus bank manager of the month. 69 points. Have you got a speech? Well, what a score. Um, <laughs> you know, I'll take you know, everyone loves <laughs> he that score. For that. He, was, he was like, oh. Um, yeah, look, I... I I actually don't know how I want it this month, really. Like I've, I think I've been knocking on the door for most of the season. Uh, my season's kind of been split into, you know, various parts. I started the season really well, um, you know, and then had that really bad kind of Christmas, November, December period, and I just, you know, the, the rank plummeted and the points weren't there. And then, you know, I started to pick up again, you know, over this last kind of quarter of the season. And um, I've come, I've been knocking on the door. There's been weeks where I've been close to manager of the week you know one or two points off where i've taken a hit and and, uh, and it's cost me i've had other months where i've been quite close to manager of the month but um yeah it, it, i just didn't expect it i think um on saturday when all the games were played on the saturday i was about eighth in the um you know in the standings for manager of the month and there was people about sort of 30 points yeah. above me and i thought oh you know the dream's over i'm not going to get it because it was looking good before this game week and then um you know, it's, it's uh, icing on the cake when it's Son that, that obviously got me over the line. <laughs> um, but again, you know, Ronaldo, there was another manager in the league who had Ronaldo. And if Ronaldo yeah, had was it, yeah. scored and got an assist, I would have just about lost. And Ronaldo obviously scored the pen. And, you know, he's unlucky not to maybe grab yeah. some more points. So, um, you know, I got over the line. And, um, yeah, it's all thanks to Son and, uh, and Kulazewski. So, yeah, yeah, happy to get the manager of the month and, and claim back a prize. And, um yeah, I've, I've, I've had some close uh, close calls, so it's good to get one just before the end of the season. And, um, you know, I, w- I want to try and go back to back, so I'm going to try and win May as well. Wow, here we go. So it's game was, on. He's, he's got the momentum. Go on, Greedy. Yeah. Was, was it a late one, Matt? Did you stay up and watch the united Brentford game? Or was it a case of, right, get my head down, it is what it is, what will be will be, and I'll, I'll check the result in the morning? I left it, so I... I what I did is I woke... I, I didn't realise about the Ronaldo uh, captain until uh, Jack told me and then one of the guys, I think it was James, 
when the Gazdan brothers messaged me and said, oh, there's a, there's a bloke with Ronaldo captain, so he's probably <laughs> your biggest threat. And I didn't realise that because I, I forgot there was the Man United game was on. You already, um, you already spent the money. <laughs> yeah. I remember I think I woke up and th- I said, oh, I think I've won manager of the month and I forgot United was on and I, I didn't uh, set my alarm to watch it. I thought I'm just going to leave it, let the game play. And then I just watched the um, the mini match and, uh, you know, sort of just watched it from there. And when Ronaldo got that pen, I thought he's not going to miss. Like, no, he's not going to miss a pen against Brentford. And um, once he scored that, a little bit of me, of me was worried because he tends to get the bonus. Um, so, so you didn't actually check, say, like over here, obviously we had the Sky Sports app. Before yeah, watching the highlight, you didn't go on and out because you yeah. know, check the score, you see, what was it, 3 0? Surely, you know, no, you never. would be thinking, right, who scored, who's assisted. You just watch the highlights. No, I always watch, I always have to see it. So, um, yeah, just watch the highlights and, uh, and watch it that way. And yeah, as soon as it, obviously the, I watched it and then Ronaldo had only got the one, and Brentford hadn't scored because he also had Tony as well in his team, the, the guy that was competing with me. So, um, and I knew I was just about safe. So, um, yeah, I, I did it that way. And it was, it was nice. It was nice to win. Um, but yeah, it did sneak up on me that Man United game. And, um, yeah, I've got to thank uh, thank Son for uh, you know for his big score. So it was um, yeah, it was a good week. No oh, class, mate. Well, yeah, congratulations again, and, and a guy who you did beat too was a uh, James. I'm sure he wasn't saying this uh, yeah lightly. Well done to the guru. He, he has won him won himself, and you did beat him too on this occasion because um, he got it. I think back in December or January, possibly. Um, so he's done he's done well there. So yeah, well done uh, to Matt. You've got walked away the bonus bank one. So well done, mate. Um, I think uh, I'm the only one who's not won anything this season, so uh, I'll I'll uh, have to just try and work up some magic in the next week or two. Three but chips, to... Jack. Surely, surely, I've got to do something with three chips, haven't I? <laughs> You've got to win something, whether two, it's three, or, two, three, 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 three. Don't worry about me, lads. Concentrate on yourself, all right? So, <laughs> the women's mini, I'm just give a couple of shout outs in here. Karen Spence, still top of the ladder. 46 points uh, in, the, in the game week. Pretty disappointing for her, but she's still 60 points clear of Lynn, who's in second, and Leanne, who's in third. Uh, Karen's been pretty much top of this competition all season long, so absolutely brilliant stuff with her. Um, and where's Madja? Madja, Thashi's down to fourth, Madja in fifth. Um, so still very competitive in there. And the Hungry for More girls in 10th and 11th. Looks like uh, Taylor's jumped up a fair bit in there. So shout out to the girls there. Not heard from them for a while. Um, but over to the bonus bank mini as well uh, in our head-to-head league. Um, something a little bit different, which we've done this year. First place there, I think we have Donal. Yeah, Donal is still first place. He's two points clear. Uh, Tom Stones and Mark Sargent are chasing him there. But um, this, well, Elliot Craig's climbed up to sixth place as well. Uh, who did I, I beat the average this week? Uh, Elliot Craig beat Nathan Delgado and the boys. Matt, where are you? You oh, you lost to Ali. You lost wow. to the pizza boy. Of everyone I could have played, I lost to manager, manager of, the of the week. There you go. There you go. Manager of the week versus manager of the month, and the week came on top. And Reedy, I can't even see you in there. Where am I looking at? Oh, there you go. The Renegades lost to Statman Dave, the unofficial Statman wow. Dave. Look at that, 37. Oh, God, bad week, but yeah. Oh, well, well I'll tell you what, that's where we're going to start in this next section now. So in the podcast mini, uh, let's just have a little review of our teams. So, Reedy, you might as well crack on there, mate, because 37 points, you took a four-point hit. Uh, so 41 down to 37. Mm. How was that looking for you, mate? It's bad, isn't it? You know, Chelsea and putting my faith in the Chelsea assets. Um, you know, brought in Alonso, 
and um, brought in Coutinho, I think, as well. I went early on Coutinho. I just couldn't help myself, could I? Shouldn't have done that move. Yeah, shouldn't have done that move. Should have waited for 37 for that one, in all honesty, because the fixtures for this week for Villa, the Burnley one's okay, but they're fighting for survival and they're in great form. And then Liverpool, they've got as well, who I obviously don't want Coutinho to do well against. Um, so, yeah, for this game week, 37, as we said, low score. Van Dijk getting me the clean sheet. Pope, unfortunately, conceding to Watford. Um, and um, really, the guys who kind of got me the points are uh, Kulikowski and, and Kane. And put the captain on Kane. Much has been the case over these last few weeks that Kane's just been the wrong option over over Son. Um, and I think I said this recently on on Twitter that um, in terms of when Matt Doherty got injured, you know his season ending injury, and I had that Spurs triple up. Um, I should have brought Son in. I should have kept the triple up really, and, and have that three Spurs thing. But it wasn't the case. So you know, after we, you know, after swallow that hill and, um, and move on to the next game week and um, it's a double game week I've been looking forward to this game week all season um, on, on just using this bench boost chip, chip sorry so I'm, uh, I'm quite happy to put this uh, this game week behind me to be honest Alright well we'll get on to what you're doing when we preview our teams but yeah but unfortunate week for you there mate and you know the Kane one could have gone even better like Matt was alluding to before Kane you know he's got his great record against Leicester could have gone so much better and obviously Chelsea just you know, yeah, the Chelsea one's the one for me that yeah, the obviously trip, yeah. not many people expected Everton to, to win a one, you know, one nil even, and um, Mount having a chance as well. He's he's been unlucky, and, and on another day, you know, Pickford, you know, doesn't doesn't have an absolute blinder. So a bit unlucky with the Chelsea boys there, really. Um, but yeah, I have to I have to I have to just suck it up and carry on. Suck it up, I'm ready for a big week. Uh, elsewhere in the podcast mini, so Statman Davis in a good bit of form, 54 points. He's starting to creep up a little bit. He's only, um, you know, what, less, just less than 100 uh, f- from um, Elliot Craig, who's in fifth, 34 points for L. He's, uh, yeah, man out of form, that's for sure. He did take a hit this week as well, so he actually did 20, he got 30 points. Um, he got stunned by, obviously, the, the players getting rested with uh, Trent and Salah. He has got Foden in there, which is a nice one. Not much on his bench. So we can just see what L does this week. Uh, over to myself. I, uh, I, I made my two free... Tra- I, know, I know I rolled over uh, 52 points. Um, oh, there two free transfers. I can't remember. Um, decent performance. Messed up. I, t- I think I said to you, Matt, didn't I? I said, oh, yeah, I've got Son as captain. And then I think it was on the podcast. And I was like, yeah, Son, Salah or Cancelo. I think I had Son on. And yeah, just didn't. Uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. I had Salah on, so yeah, I think I would have got manager of the week. I said to Reedy, uh, I would have got manager of the week if I'd captain Son. So a really disappointing choice from myself uh, in that respect. Got stung by the Chelsea double up as well. Um, didn't mind obviously the City clean sheet there. Happy days. Uh, I had nothing up front, uh, but Yota getting the assist. Gold Sefsi's getting the um, you know getting the two assists in there. Decent. Um, quite happy with the result. However, disappointed I didn't trigger that Son captaincy. So, uh, yeah, really frustrating in that respect. But Green Arrow, all the same. And just, yeah, still in the 500s. So, uh, sat nicely nestled in there. Can't seem to get out or get any further. But Ollie Walker-Peel, uh, he played his free hit this week. Sat in second. He is 170k overall. Um, 51 points for Ollie this week. We did do this live on the podcast last week. Um, it was only one different that you didn't put in, Reedy, that you remember. Um, yeah, so he was talking about his free hit, and I told him to go without Salah. Um, 
Fabian Delph, I'm really surprised. Where's Delph come from? Because De Bruyne's come off his bench. Yeah. De Bruyne's oh, come yes. Yeah. De Bruyne didn't play, did he? Oh, so unlucky with that one. Um, kind of all in with him, yeah. But yeah, you know, he brought in Zaha, which was great. I think, did Zaha get six or eight? Six. Six. Um, so Zaha was a good one. Um, Matty Cash, the, a good one. The, the yeah. crazy thing is, and it's always the way with the free hit, I could literally probably say this right now without even checking and looking, but I think his initial team would have got more points than his free hit. Um, he had Son, he had Kulikevsky, he had Kane, Kane. he had Spurs triple up, basically. Yeah. Um, he had Saka, you know. So it's really unlucky for Molly, but he was looking to go for that uh, manager of the month. I know, he, you know, he fancied his chances. So, um, you know, 51, a lot better than me. You know, he got above the average and so on. So, um, yeah, fair play to him. Yeah, not a totally wasted free hit, but not what he wanted. Like I said, we were chasing that, the bonus bank uh, manager of the month. Go on, Matt. I was going to say with Ollie's team, yeah, when I saw, so he caught up with the pod last week and, you know, he uh, was sort of talking about the podcast mini and he was honest saying he didn't think he was going to win it. Um, but, you know, he would do his sort of free hit. And I think on the Saturday night when the games are on and I was looking at Ollie's team and I was thinking, God, he's... He's not far off me now. He sort of pulled it back mm. to sort of 20, 30 Yeah, he started points. off well, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and he started off really well. And I thought he's good. He, he win man, could even win manager of the month. And then, yeah, because he didn't, um, he lost Son and he lost Kulazewski. That was just huge for him. And um, I was very surprised, though, when I um, when I tuned in last week and saw that free hit because, you know, there's two more double game weeks. And um, I was just very surprised. But he's obviously done it to try and win some prizes. So, um, you know, unlucky, Jason but... Cash. Yeah. Chasing the cash, but he did. He did make a couple of good picks, Martinez and and Cash, you know, with, with decent picks there. But mm. yeah, he's been killed by not having Son instead of uh, instead of De Bruyne, which um, yeah, I'm surprised. But yeah, there you go. fingers crossed he can uh, step back up and maybe chase the final manager of the month prize. There is only one left for the next three game weeks, as well as three manager of the week prizes as well. So still 260 bucks up for grabs. But um, yeah, Matt, you obviously you touched on your team just earlier when you were when you were doing your speech. Um, anything else you wanted to mention about your team? Obviously, um, you know, um, I think your Collins pick didn't pay off in the end, though. Nah, it didn't. Obviously, Watford scored quite early in that one, and it it killed the Collins pick. But you know, I want to, you know, Rich Allison did really well this week. He yeah. got eight points, um, so that was brilliant. But my team actually really un- underperformed. And obviously, the week before this, I had a really bad week. I think I got thirty-seven points and. You know, a lot of my players um, would rotated, um, you know, would come off the bench and, you know, it was just, it was a mess. And then this week, um, it was very similar. Like, if you look at my bench there, I've got um, Kilman, who's out for the season. I had Trent, who didn't start. Cornet, who didn't make it for the game. Like, he's fit now, but he didn't make it for this one. Then Wood, come off the bench. Brozier, uh, come off the bench. Uh, Salah, come off the bench. Um, Collins let a goal in, Shah let a goal in, uh, who come off my bench, and then Mount only got one point. So, um, you know, this week just showed what a good captain can do because my, my squad didn't actually do that well. And I also left the Bravka on the bench, who got seven points against Saar, who got three. So, um, you know, this was really just about having three players and Son, Kulazewski, and Rich Allison, and all the points were really just from, from a captain. So, um, yeah, it was, um, I think it was yes, made yes. easy for you there, Matt, in terms of your players that you've got there. If you look at that, standout captain is Son by a mile. Um, yeah. You know, you you could have maybe thought, all right, right, you know, I don't want to go away from Salah. You know, even though he's got Newcastle, it's been, it's been tough. You know, I'll go with him. 
Um, but Son was such an obvious captain captain choice. But I think as well, you know, overall throughout the season, it just goes to show the the, the captain pick um, can be that big, big sort of uh, difference in your game week, having a good one and having mm. a bad one. And, um, you know, compared to other managers who, who either punt or play it safe, you know what I mean? So, yeah, Phil, you know, well done, mate. Well done on that, yeah. And I, I, look, I, I remember Jack was messaging me about the Spurs players uh, before deadline. I said to him, look, I'm not that confident because we haven't had a shot on target for two games. And I was like, I'm just not sure. But I did say, if you're going to captain one Spurs player, then it will have to be Son. Um, yeah. And then when I started to sort of see these Salah benching rumours, I thought, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to stick with Son. And obviously it's paid off. And like you said, it's, it just shows how important it is to get, get the captain right. Because without that, my game week was not looking good. So, and, and um, I think, yeah, and I think as well, Leicester, Leicester style of play always suits Spurs. Always, always. Um, seems to, you know, they let goals in against Spurs. So, um, you know, if... I, was, I don't want to say it was never in doubt, but um, because that second goal, I'm still thinking about that now. Absolute <laughs> beauty of a goal. Um, yeah, it was. I don't want to say it was never in doubt, but you know, like I say, you was you wasn't ever going to go with anyone else. Mm. So yeah, so fair play to you. Yeah, well, speaking of uh, picks from last week, obviously Matt mentioned uh, you know he wasn't backing Spurs too much. He didn't back him in his guru section. But Matt, are you going to be back in? Who are you going to be back in your guru section this week, mate? Do you mind uh, taking us through your picks for this week? Yeah, let's go through it. So obviously, got my. Uh, we we'll start off with three players that I'm liking that are under ten percent owned, and and one of them's Gabriel Jesus, and he just makes it in at nine point nine percent. Just looking at him now, I think he's on good form. City have got two games, and no, they've crashed out the Champions League, but. You know, I did read a good stat that when they, I think, crashed out the Champions League to Spurs at the quarterfinal stage a few years ago and they were in the title race, um, they went on to win their last four games. Um, so I'm still going to back uh, City players. I still think Jesus is a really good option if you can, uh, you know, if you can afford, afford to put him in. Uh, another City player I'm liking, he's 1% owned, is Zinchenko. Not sure if we're going to get the two games out of him. But I think he's worth a he's worth a go now. Nathan Ake is injured, um, so that's the left back spot gone. Um, so you probably expect to see Laporte and Diaz at centre back and Zinchenko taking the left back spot. I think unless they go Cancelo left back and uh, and Walker right back um, is the kind of the only one I'm worried about. But not I'm not minding him for for one of the games. Um, and then Gray from Everton just really caught my eye in that Chelsea game. Um, I'm not sure if, if you boys watched that one, but he was just brilliant. Um, he come away with seven points. You know, he could have come away with a couple of goals. He was just, he just looked sharp, kind of like the grey that we saw um, at the start of the season, the Damari grey. And um, you know, this week Everton they got Leicester, who I think are going to be tired from from the game against Roma, and then they've got Watford away in the second game. And um, obviously it's a big relegation battle, but I just I just think Everton might uh, might pull away and get a couple of results. So um, that's my uh, that's my three players. Yeah, some um, lovely picks in there, mate. And Jesus, six goals in his last four games. Man on fire, uh, looking really good. And Damari Gray, a bit. that's a big pick as well. He's kind of been back in action. Obviously, he was unbelievable under Benitez at the start, wasn't he, along with uh, Townsend. Um, so, yeah, a nice little pick. Seem good to see him coming back in good form, especially that double game week. Uh, what about who, what teams are you backing this week, then? I'm going to back City. I'm still going to back Man City. I think the, uh, the Newcastle game... At home, it will be tough, but I think they'll win. Um, 
and then Wolves away. It's always a tricky one, that one, for City. They they do struggle at the Molyneux, but I just think with Wolves' form, um, I think City will, will come away and win that one. So I'm going to back them. Um, I back Liverpool. I know they've got the game against Spurs, but um, with their form, you know, they, they, they haven't lost many games. I think over two matches, I've got to back them. And then I'm going to throw... I'm going to throw a relegated team in there. I'm going to throw Norwich in there as my third team, which is a shock. But the reason I'm doing it is because they've got West Ham in the first game. And I just think West Ham are going to be tired from, from the Europa. They looked tired against Arsenal last week. And they got Leicester in the second game. And, um, yeah, just something about Leicester at the moment. I'm not, not liking too much. I'm actually going to put Norwich in there. I think they're down. Um, you know, they're going to probably play with some freedom. And I was just looking at some of the other doubles and, yeah, it was it was either Norwich or Everton. I'm just going to put Norwich in there because I just think it's someone different. There's, a you know, someone like Pookie, um, you know, I think it's actually quite a good striker pick this week. So that's my uh, that's my three teams. Yeah, I don't think Pookie's a bad shout. He's obviously been one of the strongest strikers in FPL this season from the, you know, the small kind of a bunch that we've had to pick from. Um, and he's obviously he's in double figures for goals. And West Ham obviously going and crashing out of Europa this morning. So, uh, yeah, it's, you know, they've got all to play for. Norwich could uh, surprise them uh, in, in that result. But Man City and Liverpool, um, you're backing them, of course. Now, your captain picks for this week. Who are you looking at? Do any Spurs players make it? We'll put Son and Kane in this week. I think um, two tough games, but Kane's got a good record at Anfield. Um, he's got a good record against Arsenal. Son, I think with his form, we're probably going to be playing on the counter-attack in the first game. Obviously, he's against a tough Liverpool team, but I think you know, I think they're both captain shouts still. Um, obviously, Salah, and I think De Bruyne for me is, is the uh, is the main one from City. I think, yeah, if you can afford De Bruyne, then get him in. I think he's, he's one of my favourite captains for this weekend. Yeah, wow. Well, obviously, KDB obviously being rested in the uh, in the last game week, not making it, and City going crashing out. It's all to play for for City. So mm. De Bruyne will want to. Uh, they yeah, subbed him off early as well, didn't they? Him off early, sorry, yeah. In in this in the other in the other night, but City will want to. Uh, they mean business. Big double game week for them to make sure these Liverpool. Yeah, oh, Liverpool fans, Liverpool players don't get it. Reed is he's obviously a. Yeah, he's licking his lips as well, trying to chase it, isn't he? But who is your curveball captain for game week 36? I'm going to go Pookie. Oh, Pookie party? Yeah, it's probably a bit crazy, but I don't know. Just not liking either either of these two defences. I'm not liking uh, West Ham after Europe, and I'm not liking this Leicester defence at all um, of late. Um, lots of changes. I don't think they've had a good season. Um yeah, I'll put Pookie in there. He's on pens. Um, yeah, for something different. I think it's more so for those managers that, you know, they just don't want to go with the template, want to have a bit of fun at the end of the season and just try something different. Why not go jump on the Pookie party? Right. Well, if, you, if you're if ready for a party, Pookie's your man for the curveball captain. Well, Guru, while we've got you, let's uh, jump into the comments and see if there's some questions on there. I'm pretty sure I saw uh, someone who's not been on before, Manish. Manish is asking, should I sell Coutinho for Kulsevsky? Nah, I wouldn't. I don't think it's worth it because they've both got double game weeks and you've got Coutinho against Burnley away, which is a tough game at the moment. Liverpool at home, tough game as well. 
against Kulazewski, who's got Liverpool away on the counter-attack. Um, we saw what he did against Man City at the Etihad. Then he's got Arsenal at home afterwards. I think uh, I don't think it's worth it. Obviously, the, the week after it might be because Coutinho's got those two really nice games in 37, but I don't think it's worth it, personally. No, fair enough. Reedy? Um, I'd say I'd say probably hold just um, just because of Spurs fixtures this week um, not being the easiest. I know they'll score, and that's without shadow of a doubt. Um, but uh, Coutinho has the double next week as well, so it is a really it's a tough call for this game week in particular. Um, but just just the fact that Coutinho then has a double next week, mm-hmm. you know, I'd probably I'd probably keep him. Yeah, sorry, actually, I think I was talking as if he was selling Kulazewski. Sorry, yeah, keeper. Uh... I, I misread that as, uh, shall I sell Kulazewski for Coutinho? Uh, yeah. Sorry, I, 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 I also That's agree with ways, we? Yeah, I actually agree. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, either I do agree with Reedy as well. Even if you've got Coutinho, don't sell him for Kulazewski. If you've got Kulazewski, don't sell him for Coutinho. I just don't see. Yeah, I think Reedy's right because you can you keep Coutinho for 37. So um, I wouldn't do that. No, fair enough. And uh, our Arsenal uh, fan and season ticket holder, I believe. How many goals do we think? Legend he is. He's a legend. Bigger, bigger legend than uh, Ian Wright. How many goals do we think Kane gets in this double? Guru, go. Guaranteed four. Two goals. <laughs> Two um, goals. Yeah. Oh, I'll say that. Against Liverpool. I think he might score at Anfield. He scored, uh, he scored there. I think he's scored there the most out of... Nearly any Premier League striker, I believe. There's, there's a he scored a lot at Anfield, but I think um, I did see the other comment about the, him not scoring the last couple of North London derbies. But the last one Kane played in, his head wasn't in it at the start of the season. He may as well have not even been on the pitch um, when it was really early on. The other one he didn't score in, but he did hit the bar from a free kick, and he had a disallowed goal. And then he did score in the home game last season when Mourinho was in charge. So. Um, yeah, I'll back him to score in the Arsenal game. Liverpool, maybe. Um, so I'll put him down as as two goals, just you know, just in case. But um, yeah, definitely won't be selling Kane. If you've, you've got Kane, I don't understand people that are selling him this week. Um, you keep him. Two games, he's got a history of scoring those goals. And, you know, we saw what he did at, at the Etihad he had as well um, against City a few weeks back. Um, and no one kind of expected it. So I'd, um, you know, I'd, not sure if it's going to be like the Harry Kane we've seen done previous years where he comes out of a double game week with, you know, three or four goals. But yeah. I think at least at least a return in one of the games and it will be, you know, enough points with maybe some bonus to, you know, to be worth keeping him for sure. Yeah, but I'll go two goals. Yeah, two goals and, yeah, tough double for Harry. But he has scored 18 times for against the two teams, 11 for Arsenal and seven Liverpool. So a good record. Um but yeah, it's well, well, time will tell and see. But if we bring up, let's have a look at this double game week then. We're in for you know, some tasty fixtures this week. Uh, we can check out maybe uh, the FDR first. That might just be another way of doing it and just flick through some of the teams. Uh, Read it. I'm going to go to you first, mate. So game week 36, who's got the best double? Best double uh, is, I would say... In your opinion... The best double is Leicester's, really. Um, Leicester City. The problem you've got with that is after Europe, who's going to play? Uh, I think James Madison played the full 90. Um, Harvey Barnes started, but he came off. Um, but I think 
in terms of their fixtures, lock two home fixtures, Everton, yeah, they've, they've been decent, but we've already mentioned that they're better at home than they are away. Um, you know, Spurs beat Leicester three one, but it was the Son show. Um, you know, have 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 Everton got that caliber of player? No, re- not really. You know, Anthony Gordon's been great, but his returns have all been at home this this year. His bigger returns, um, and Richarlison's going to be the man that people look to. Uh, DCL's back in the side, I believe. You know, I think he may have been on the bench last week, but you know, he's one that's people are probably overlooking a little bit, if anything, because if he starts, yeah, but is that a good reason though? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I just think if Dominic Calvert Lewin is a key player for Everton, and if they need to stay up this year, and he's he's back to fitness, he starts. You know what I mean? He, he plays. So if he is, you know, I expect him to start um, Everton's two games coming up. But I just think, as I say, Leicester, they're out of Europe now. They've got to concentrate and they've got to regroup to focus um, on 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 you know these two home games that they've got. So for me. They're the standout fixtures, I would say. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, would you agree, boys? Would you? What, what do you think? Do you think there's something else that maybe is sticking out a bit better, a bit more? Uh, listen, on, on paper, you you look at them fixtures, don't you? you go Everton, and Norwich at home. The Leicester, Leicester can score goals. They also concede a few goals as well. They've had Europe as well, like you mentioned. On paper, it looks like the best best ones, but I, I look at City and go, you know, Newcastle home, Wolves mm-hmm. away. I think City might have the better double in the form they're in, and those want to. The, Pep's just going to want to kill this now and get this league over and done with because they've gone crashing out of Europe. Um, obviously, after some of the most unbelievable two-legged games, you know, in terms of football and goals and drama you've ever seen, um, and now he just he'll just want to get this job done uh, for the Premier League. So I think, yeah, for me, they're going to be the best double, um, and mm. they've got the biggest, still got the biggest squad really to rotate around. Mm. Yeah, I, I, problem I think, is. I think oh, City sorry, man. Cool. Yeah, so I think I think Jack's right. I think City, for me, I, the Leicester one looks really good on paper, but you know, Leicester going to be up for the fight against Everton. Really, they've just come back from Roma. It wasn't when you know, ninety six minutes. Um, will they be up for the fight? Everton are going. You know, they've just been training all week. I think for me, I think they might struggle in that game. Leicester, the Norwich one could be a bit different. You know, it could be quite open. Um, but I agree with Jack. I think City, they've got nothing else to play for now. They're not in the FA Cup final. Um, I can't see Pep, you know, doing his rotation, which we all kind of feared before. I think he's just going to play his best 11 in both games. This is the best time to to load up on Man City with Newcastle at home. And Newcastle a bit on form, but, you know, that's mainly been at St. James's Park. Um, Wolves, you know, they, they can barely score a goal. Uh, at the moment, so I think that's a good one. I would have said Chelsea um, as well with the Wolves game and the Leeds game because Leeds have looked you know, pretty average uh, lately. But I think with the FA Cup final um, and just the way Chelsea have looked, I think the Wolves game they'll 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 probably edge it, and the Leeds one I think could be actually a tricky one at Ellen Road. I think if because Leeds are desperate, so I would have said Chelsea. I think I think Man City in is the one for me. I think yeah, it's too good to turn down. A Man City triple up. Yeah, and just I, just I, on that. Sorry, go on, mate. I was just going to say. I, th- I think actually looking at it from that perspective, I think I think Chelsea probably is the better one. Um, if it wasn't for the fact that Chelsea play Leeds and are going to rotate potentially before the FA Cup final, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you go with Chelsea players, you know, from an FPL point of view, and 
um, they could quite easily get those two games won and um, third place, third place is boxed off, you know. Um, but I just uh, you're saying about City, I do think there's going to be Pep Roulette this week. Um, you say about him playing his best, but there's players there that have played 120. There's doubts about Kevin De Bruyne. You know, he could be injured. That's why he was taken off in the Champions League game, and he, he you know, he wasn't playing his best. So I think I think the Man City one. The problem is they've got an A and B team, unlike the likes of. Um, you know, Leicester and even I'd say Chelsea because they don't know what players they want to play where. That's the problem. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm not convinced by City this week. Whereas, I think I think Chelsea for me. I think even though they've got the FA Cup sort of one eye on that, I think they're going to probably play their best best teams. Um, certainly in that Wolves fixture uh, to get that third spot. Go on, Jack. The only thing with uh, Chelsea, sorry, I was going to say is. Uh, the FA Cup finals on Saturday, and then they play Leeds on the Wednesday night, I think, and Liverpool play Villa on the Tuesday night. So Chelsea do have less rest. So I am thinking Chelsea Wednesday night there, yeah, against Leeds. Yeah, you know that day, and I think for Chelsea, I still think they're going to wrap up top. I think top four for them is is done because they only they have they win the Wolves game, and I think it's Leeds. Um, Leicester and Wolves for them. Oh, sorry, Leicester and Watford for them. Um, so I think you know that. But then again, yeah, you just never know, do you? You just never know. You know, Tuchel. He's got a lot of good players as well to, to pick from. But yeah. that's Arsenal, the only thing I was looking yeah. at. Arsenal only three points behind Chelsea in that table in the race for top four. It's getting tight, you know. Obviously, it's it's tight in there, isn't it? In that top four, in really that th- third and fourth, it's now become. Competitive for Arsenal, they can they can go and get it, can't they? But not yeah, too sure. If, if Arsenal beat Leeds, which everyone expects mm. them to, they go into that North London derby. There, you know, um, with the well, depending on what happens, obviously between Liverpool and Spurs. But you know, if we win that one, which I hope we do, sorry, Matt. Um, you know, then it, it does put Spurs in a position where Arsenal go in. I think possibly two points ahead um, in the North London derby. So you know, Arsenal then play for a draw. Luckily for Spurs, they've got two easy fixtures um, the last two games of the season, um, or easier, I should say, against um, compared to Arsenal. But it's just this week, in terms of title race, in terms of top four, in terms of relegation, it's all come down to this week. It's absolutely huge. Yeah, a huge week of football uh, in there. Um, where else did I want to go? Was it? Was there anything else in the in the doubles that you wanted? Any any picks from you, Reedy? I know you mentioned a couple already. Uh, was in, in terms of in terms of teams or players or well, yeah, a bit of both, mate. Um, usually, oh, usually got. Something I, I like. I, I like. Um, I do like Eddie and Ketier, Um In terms of what he's brought to the Arsenal team, maybe not his goals so much, but in terms of what he's brought to Arsenal, um, instead of what Lacazette offered. Um, which wasn't much, but you know Eddie Nketiah has got Arsenal actually playing good football, chasing you know chasing the ball down, pressing, um, you know being that outlet really for Arsenal that enables their midfielders, you know your Sackers, your Odegaard, Smith Rowe, whoever really to kind of like um, you know use their abilities to the to the you know their full potential if you like. So I think I like him, Eddie Nketiah. He's one I'm looking at uh, for this week. Um, he did. I think. Am I right in saying he went on loan at Leeds? Did he not? Mm, Maybe I'm getting did, that. Yeah. I think he did. Yeah. Um, so I, 
got a feeling he's going to score against Leeds. I really do. Um, North London. It's like a nice fixture, doesn't it? Really. Yeah, it's mm. really. I'd be really surprised if Arteta throws Lacazette back in the side. He, he really doesn't need to. Um, I think at this stage, and uh, and Ketia against Spurs is going to be. It's a completely different game. Spurs are a better side, but um, I like him. Um, I'm really, really surprised by uh, the guru shout about Pookie curveball and Norwich and stuff like that. I've got Pookie. I've been umming and ahhing whether to take him out or not, but he's got a double, so I'm just thinking. Well, let's talk about your team now then, Reedy. Leave him in. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Hitman is back. What are you doing this back. week? Are you building on your current squad or are you using a chip? It's ben- bench boost. Yeah. Bench boost. All right, bench I'll bring boost. up your team then. All right, so. let's have a look at this. Unless you want to bring up your team if you've made the moves already. No, no, no moves made. Um, I think that's the lesson learned for this season more so being involved in FPL from a content and, you know, watching content, listening to podcasts, all that sort of stuff. I think, um, you know, albeit we've had a COVID the last three seasons, but I think going into next season, for me, I think it's going to, and this is hopefully a change that's made, whether it is or not, we'll, we won't know <laughs> but the locked in prices, that the price rises, the price drops, has done my absolute head in this year. Because mm-hmm. when you try and move early on players, the problem you got is is the press press conferences. You've got to wait to the end of the week. The player you're bringing in might not be fit. You might be missing due, missing the game due to whatever it might be, and then you're stuck. You know you're buggered. Um, so that for me is moving early. Is it going into next season? I'm going to try and not do that as much. But in terms of changes from a team for this week for the bench boost, um, I am looking at taking Kane out. I know Matt said not to do that, but listen, um. I've got One thing out of this podcast, don't take Kane out. I've got, to, I've got to put Kane's funds out. elsewhere. I mean, look at look at the bench, boys. Look at the bench. That's that's what it's about. A bench boost, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, what's the point of me using a bench boost if I've got no bench? <laughs> so, you know, Livermento's coming out, Aitonori's coming out, Brozier's coming out. Those three, uh, 100%, they're coming out. Um, and, you know, the, the likes of Nketiah, Richarlison, Jesus, um, so you've taken a minus 12 already, yeah? You're looking at, I think you're looking at about minus 16, I think, <laughs> is on the cards, boys. Come yeah. on, Reedy! Maybe even a minus 20. But wow. You know what, Reedy? I actually think you're better <laughs> off looking at your team, right? So you've got one, so really two, three, three really four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven double game week players if you include the eight Nori on your bench, right? But you've got ten in your lineup. So you could technically take out Dubravka for a keeper that plays twice if you really wanted to, or you could just leave Pope and he's got a home game. And you could then make some transfers, maybe like a Gordon, actually, no, sorry, because you've got Brozier and Livramento. You could find a way to bring in a couple of players at double in 37 yeah. and then bench boost in 37. That's possibly. what I'm doing. That's, that's the plan, basically. Oh, so sorry, I'm, okay. Yeah, I'm bringing in players that... Um, are going to be doubling next week. So I know I mentioned about, you know, Arsenal, uh, it's about Iketia and Jesus who don't double next week, but the likes of Coutinho does. Um, obviously, Leicester, Leicester do as well. Um, so Madison could be an option, although, you know, we're all saying about potential rotation and rest for Leicester. Um, I don't think that's the case. I do think they're going to play the best team now, you know, until the end of the season. But, um, you know, those sort of players that are going to basically double next week, if I can bring them in, then definitely going to do that. Um, you know, even Gordon, I don't fancy him, but he's an enabler. He's 4.6. 
Um, and I think in 37, they've got two home fixtures, am I right in saying, Everton? Mm, so, um, yeah, so that's a big one. So so that's the kind of thing. I've been tinkering a little bit this week, but not too much because I'm thinking, um, you know, you, you, you tinker and that's where mistakes are made. That's oh, where this right. is. Yeah, are you, mate? Yeah, that's it, exactly. Um, and yeah, I've tinkered a little bit. I've had a little look, a little play around, but I'm going to wait till the press, press conferences now. We've got so, a deadline. So just to confirm... You're making potentially a minus twenty. Potentially. Yes. potentially, potentially, but you're not bench boosting. I am bench boosting. Oh, you, are, you are bench. Yeah, boosting, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm bench boosting. Oh, that would be absolute you? suicide. Yeah, um, yeah. Bench boost is definitely happening. It's the only chip I've got left, and you know it, it, it's got to be maximised this week. Really ahead of thirty-seven, I think, um, just because there's more fi- double fixtures. Um, so yeah, I'm going to use that. But I, I was just going to say then, in terms of. Um, in terms of, I was trying to think there. I'm trying to think. Yeah, the deadline you were saying. Deadline, bang! There we go. So deadline this these last three three game weeks, one thirty um, p.m. So you're not got your usual eleven a.m. deadline. You know, early kickoff, so to speak. So your one thirty is this week. Um, so literally, first first games that kick off, I think three o'clock kickoffs. Um, for all which Australian is- listeners, that's ten thirty p.m. Exactly. So, you know, it's a bit of a strange one in terms of the fixture because usually you get an early kickoff and your late kickoff is, yeah. is 5.30 UK time. This isn't the case this time. It's three o'clock kickoffs. And actually, what would have maybe been that early kickoff, Liverpool Spurs, is being played at quarter to eight UK time. Mm. So it's a later, later one. Um, so, yeah, so you've got to be careful in that. In terms of deadline as well, you know, some people might get bit more of a lion now from a UK perspective anyway maybe not you guys but you've got 1.30 tomorrow 10.30 game week 37 so it's, it's, it's 10.30 is so early it's not 11am it's 10.30 because you've got a 12 o'clock kickoff with Spurs and Burnley and then the last day of the season it's half two 2.30 um, as the games all kick off at four o'clock um, so it's, I hope you had a, a pen and paper to list all them dates and times down. Yeah. <laughs> plenty, of, plenty of time to make transfer. You don't have to worry about the Friday night kickoff or the early kickoff on the Saturday. So it's, you know, just hold, just wait. <laughs> just hold. Be patient. Amazing. Right, okay. Um, so, well, we're excited to see this FPL suicide that you're playing this week with all these transfers. The hitman is well and truly hitting this week. Minus 20. We can't wait to see these transfers on yeah, you're gonna post them on Twitter. You're gonna post them on your Twitter feed. Um yeah, one one, mean, as soon as, as soon as you hit them off, bam, another one. <laughs> well, listen, I haven't I've been posting the last few game weeks, um, not because I've been getting red arrows at all, it's just it's just because I've just literally sort of got out of the habit of putting my preview and putting my review in there um when the game week's over. So I did do a, a little bit of a mini mini tweet catch up and Put all my red arrows for everyone to see. So, yeah, um, I'll be doing it this week. Once, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'll be doing it this week. That's for sure. But I am really, really excited um, to. I know Guru's going to win the podcast mini. By the way, I'm just going to throw that up there. But uh, I'm really excited to Spoiler. see. Hey, Spoiler alert! Yeah, he's, listen, he's the main man. He's going to win it. I did nearly catch him at one point, but Ollie's obviously the, the guy that's um, you know sort of chasing him at the moment. But um, three, Jack, three points it was really between me and you at one stage. It was so close. It was close. so close. It was yeah. so, close. Yeah, so far, Reedy. Look at you now. Yeah, so close. Decision-making, that's what it's all about, boys. Just like City the other night. Decision-making, you end up in the mud. 120 points separate, you know. Yeah, you end up in the mud. But listen, um, Guru's got... Uh, is it free hit left? you got none left now? 
got a free hit left. Let's get, let's get to the guru left. then. Let's, let's um, listen to you boys. I've spoken off. Let's, let's listen. Really? Matt, have you got your? <laughs> have you done your team already? Have you got a template one you can share with us uh, so the viewers can watch? Or what have you got? No, I've not got it yet, but okay. still working at it. I am thinking. So I've always said I wanted to use free hit 36. Yeah. Um, as opposed to 37, because in 37, I looked at the fixtures and I just thought, what am I going to do with a and a double game week for Everton, a double game week for Villa, and I yeah. think a double game week for Leicester. So there's only Crystal, three. Crystal Palace. Palace, Palace as well. <laughs> nah, so I think for me, it's going to be activate the free hit, get a team built once I've obviously seen the press conferences and all that type of thing, um, and work out who I want, who I think's. thing is, in my current team, I've got, you know, there's players in there that I'm going to still want. Um, Son, uh, Richarlison, you know, they're not leaving my team. Uh, Cancelo, he won't leave my team. Uh, Salah won't leave my team. Um, but there's players I really want this week. Um, I just think it's too good to turn down a Man City triple up, I think, with a double game week. Yeah. And that was that's going to be the decider for me, I think, between a free hit 36 and 37 is to be able to triple up on City and, um, you know, get someone like De Bruyne who's just, I just think he's a, I think he, you know, I had that feeling with Son a few weeks ago and I captained him when he got the hat-trick at Villa and I'm starting to get that same sort of feeling with De Bruyne for this one where I just think, and I really mentioned he might have a knock. Like if he gets it all clear in the press conferences or we see him train, then I just think, you know, he's the he's going to be the one for this weekend, possibly. Um, but I might have to lose a few. Like I might have to lose uh, Kulazewski as an example. Um, you know, maybe bring in a Saka instead um, because, you know, a lot of people have him. I've not had him all season. Um, I might have to downgrade maybe a Trent to like a Van Dyke or someone, which would be disappointing. But I was having a look yeah, at Trent's save, save a bit of cash as well, though, right? Save a bit of cash. But I was looking at Trent, and I think he's had one double-digit score in the last two or three months. And it's you know, there's he's just not bringing that kind of value that he did at the start of the season. And Van Dyke and Matip, you know, are still getting the clean sheets and the bonus. Look, Trent's capable though of of getting big scores all the time, as is you know, sort of Andy Robertson, but. Um, you know, I've got to really think about some of these other teams as well that have doubles. And I think, you know, if I can still get a couple of Liverpool defenders in there whilst having a couple of Man City defenders, um, I kind of don't think it matters so much as to who they are as long as they both all play, you know, all, all four matches. So, um, yeah, and then midfield, I was contemplating losing Son this week on a like if I was to activate a free hit. And then when he scored those goals against Leicester, I was like, no, nah, I'm not losing. I'm not losing Son. I don't care if it's Liverpool and Arsenal. I think I'm backing him to grab goals this week. I think he's going to. Um, uh, he's he's on my captain radar. But yeah, De Bruyne is just he's he's the one for me this week. So yeah, I'm going to probably activate the free nice. hit. But I'm just going to wait for any uh, any injuries and just make sure there's nothing. Because I've in, in my normal team, I've still got I think eight or nine I could get on the park as double game weekers, but. You know, I'd be missing sort of three or four key players that I think, uh, which I can't get in without uh, without a free hit. So I'm thinking that's what a free hit's there for, right? A couple of tweaks and, um, you know, hopefully try and get a big score and end end, uh, end on a high. Yeah, beautiful, mate. And you obviously come into a bit of form now, chasing, you know, you've got a target. Surely you can maybe get into that top 30k. Um, you know, there should be a bit of wiggle room to possibly get into there for you too. Uh, is Chris Wood staying in your team? 
oh look on a free hit you know <laughs> you know what on a free hit he wouldn't you know that but i think um for the course of the season he's probably gonna end up staying on my squad unfortunately but yeah look if it's on a free hit speaking of just... a free hit i just wanted to to quickly ask as well uh, which is interesting that you're thinking about the three hit free hit this week over next week um what do we think about Jota v uh, Luis Diaz in terms of, you know, I know you're going to be having Son and, you know, you, you said about keeping Salah, you know, next week and things like that. But from a free hit this week, because Liverpool play Spurs, would, would you consider bringing in the likes of Jota or Diaz or, you know, in general, what's your thoughts on that? And, you know, in terms of who would get the most minutes uh, over this double? Yeah, I think... Yacht is someone you know he's going to play in one of the games. And if it's the Villa one, mm. you can see him getting a, a couple of returns. Um, I think in the Spurs one, I can see it being Mane, Salah, and Diaz possibly. Um, but yeah, for me, I just think, yeah, Salah is just, I wouldn't budge off Salah. Oh. Do you think if you play in the free hit though? to sort of maximise yeah. your budget on players that, as you said, City players. So if you're going to bring in yeah, City true. players, the, the higher price players, as we know, especially you, the, the, the Bruyners, you know, you've got the Bruyner, you've got Son in there. There's two massive sort of, you know, um, in terms of your bank, that's oh, gone. Yeah. So to have Salah in as well as those two, it's going to massively affect your budget. Yeah. So I just thought throwing that in there. Maybe, it's not a know, bad idea. Yeah, it's not a bad idea because Salah, let, let's... Be realistic with his scores in the last month. He's only really had one really good return. Yeah, um, and let's not so, yeah. forget managers who've gone without Salah have actually not done too bad. You know, really mm. in, in terms of FPL. Well, you could even I think you could even triple up with a, a Matip, uh, Trent, and uh, Robertson, or Matip, Trent, and um, Van Dijk, or Allison, and then you could potentially forget about Liverpool midfielders. Um, you know, and then maximise elsewhere because you can still get five really good midfielders on the park without having a Liverpool midfielder. So I think you could possibly triple up on the Liverpool defence, you know, and hope that they keep a clean sheet in both because I definitely think they'll get a clean sheet in at least one of the games. So um, you know, that's not a bad alternative. I've seen Tom use that strategy in another one of my mini leagues and he's picked up a load of points lately by um, by selling Salah and he's had Robertson, Trent and um, uh, Matip and, and it's worked really well for him. So... You know, I think that's not a bad alternative. Big at the back then. Really, just on a quick note, for F- for FA Cup run and teams, who's been starting for Liverpool? Uh, has it more been Yotta than Diaz? Or um, has, it been, has it been a rotation sort of thing? It has well? been a little bit of rotation. Um, you know, I think at one point, it certainly was, Diaz, in Champions League, this is Diaz, Mane through the middle, yeah, and yeah. Salah on the right. Um, but you know, I don't know if you guys seen any of the highlights um, or seen any of the team lineups for for the game against Villarreal, and it was Jota who started out on the left um, instead of Diaz. I mean, Jota got hooked at half time, and uh, he brought Diaz on to change the game, and and it, and it obviously worked. So it just depends now. I think between the uh, the FA Cup, you know, playing Chelsea, our best three. Is that one I mentioned that we were kind of playing a bit at the beginning um, in the Champions League, Diaz, Mane, and Salah? But I think that I think that not for the Spurs game, I think that'd be the front three. But I think for the Villa game, I think Jota is definitely definitely going to start that game. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, Jota could start both. He could well start both. 
it could happen. Um, and you look at him, he's always in and around the goals and so on. Um, he can head a ball as well for someone who's so small. Um, but yeah, so I think it's a tricky one, really. I think if you're going to go for someone over the two, you probably would just go for Jota. Uh, just because of the fact that you know we'll want to potentially rest um, key players for that FA Cup game. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I'm asking about that Yota one because I mean, I've I've got him in mind. Got him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have, I've got him. Uh, I've got him in mind. Uh, so I'm just going to bring up my team. This is obviously the, the preview for this game week. See what the team lineups are looking like. Thanks for joining us. If you're new around here. Um, Hello to FPL Focal, who's just joined us as well. Obviously, smashing it top of the league for a good while. We saw that overall in the world. And they've dropped off slightly, but doing some great form in there. Um, but in my team in here now, um, I've obviously filled up with double game weeks. I've made two moves. I've taken Pope out and brought Schmeichel in. Um, and in my oh, top forward line, I took uh, Broger out and brought in Ketir in as well. And obviously, this week, I am bench boosting. So... This is my team. I've got doubles everywhere. I was kind of umming and ahhing. I've put a few things out on Twitter this week about polls and stuff um, to see what we can do uh, and see if there's any moves, other moves I should be making. I don't think it's obviously worth the hit, but is there, a, is there something we should be doing in there? Should we make a move like Yotta? Obviously, I'm umming and ahhing about him. Kulisevsky, I know people have taken him out, but also holding him as well because it looks like a good double. Do you always see anything else in there to make a move? I'd, if, I, if I was you, Jack, if you want to maximise your bench boost... Um, you'd, you'd, you'd make four hits, wouldn't you? You'd take four hits and do a minus six. <laughs> no, no, no. So have you got two free transfers, did you say? Did you roll over? I've made them. I've done them. This is it now. So I'm on. Oh, you... And Ketty's come in. And Schmeichel's come in. So to give me the doubles. Oh. So everyone's on a double now. So obviously Greenwood's going to get the last minute. Williams will probably get rested for one of them, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah, so... So who did you bring in then? Enketia then? Yeah, just I'll do it for the third time. Enketia's come in <laughs> and Shemichael's come in. Uh, yeah, I think you made some good moves. Um, yeah, look, obviously it'd be nicer if you had slightly stronger players in Greenwood and yeah. and Williams on your bench um, for a bench boost. But, you know, you obviously you want you want to get Enketia in your lineup, so you're going to have to bench boost. Foster's... No, not the worst second goalkeeper to have, so that's fair. Like you said, Williams might get some, might get a couple of games. So, um, you know, if they keep the scores down, then, then he could be okay. He's not, yeah, hasn't, hasn't had the best run yeah. of late. Did the full um, game against Villa, so maybe he's still yeah. going to be in the lineup there, get rotated. But midfield strong, Dennis. I think's not a bad shout for this week. Um, you know, you've got the double up on the City defence, which I think's necessary. Strong, yeah. yeah, I think that's really good for for this week. Um, yeah, I think my main one was I was I've got a feeling about Foden. I know obviously a lot of people are looking at Foden as well. Um, but how can I get him in? Is it worth taking is it worth taking one of these guys out and taking the hit? So my question mark was over Yotta. Um I, I do like Mount for these Chelsea games. I do but obviously I'm wary of that FA Cup similar to Liverpool. So this is where the predicament comes in. And Kulsevsky, yeah. can he can he do the business? Is he gonna be on the bench waiting to come back on again? I'm guessing he's gonna start any. So your answer is Jack. Just take the minus twelve, mate. Salah out. <laughs> just take the minus twelve. Sell the midfield. Salah out. out. Foding in. Then you can then you can boost your uh, your Greenwood and your Williams. Boom. Done. Oh, take it. Oh, you mean take and make a few more moves. Make three moves. Salah out. Foding in. And then yeah. basically upgrade your bench. Your two bench players. That's what a minus twelve. Do you think that Foden and two of the people can make up the minus twelve and obviously get more? 
And that's, that's a question, a, yeah. That's a Do question. You, so that's something to consider. And uh, is there a wiser hitman out there than uh, Christopher Reed? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see at the end of the game week. Focal jumped in. He, he likes yachting the free hit. Um, Mares as well. So Mares could be a point in there. What do you think about that one, Matt? Yeah, Mares is always a good shout with his. Obviously, he's on pens now, and that is the one thing that worries me about. But the slight doubt with De Bruyne is, um, you know, you, you're paying all that money for him and he's not on pens anymore. Um, whereas Mares, he's always a threat. Um, you know, he's been delivering in most games that he plays. So, um, yeah, I do like that Mares shout. Um, so, yes, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. Um, and Yota, um, yeah, again, you know he's going to get at least one, one and a half of the game. So, he's probably not the worst shout, but... Um, I'm surprised yeah. we haven't spoke about a specific player, a certain player, Cristiano. That, that that no, that, that got Matt um, um, got Matt tinkling a little bit last year, and me, um, and that is uh, Ilkay Gundogan. Um, oh yeah. Now I know he's not been mentioned because he's he's not been playing as he you know for City. Yeah, you know, he's, like this year, has he? Been missing a little bit. He came on in the Champions League semi final, which was a tough game to bring him into, really, but. Do you think that Pep does start him in, in, in both or even at least one of these these games this week? And uh, if De Bruyne is out, do we see that licence to go forward from, from Gundogan again? Started two yeah. of the last three Actually, games. Yeah, I don't even think De Bruyne is out either. I don't think he's going to be injured. And um, yeah, De Bruyne isn't injured. He was taken off. It was it looked like it was tactics. Tactically, I don't know why. But well, then again, in saying that when Grealish and, you know, when he did come on, they, they, he did nearly score a couple of goals. Yeah, um, he dropped that one, didn't he? You know, I, I, I just think under one. I love, I love him as a player. I loved him last season. He was unreal, but I think his time's gone. I think his time's passed. Um, yeah, nah. The Famous last words, eh, Jack? Watch Gundogan yeah. now. The guru, the guru <laughs> just put Ilkay Gundogan into his time yeah. and he's going <laughs> to be hitting this week. <laughs> Mares, De Bruyne and... Um, Mara's De Bruyne and and, uh, and probably Foden are the only sort of three midfielders I'd probably yeah. probably look at. Well, in in terms of the press Gundogan. press conferences, I think um, I think Peps is is quite late, uh, or is it no one thirty today? I should say uh, Brendan Rodgers is at three pm, uh, so that Leicester sort of uh, team news is going to be pretty uh, pretty late today. Um, but you know Guardiola one thirty, clock at one pm, and so on. So it'd be interesting to hear what what um, Guardiola says regarding his squad and, and who's fit and who's not. I think Laporte injury was thrown out on Twitter um, as a little bit of a scare tactic and, you know, um, tongue in, uh, well, tongue-in-cheek um, saying that Laporte was injured, but I don't think he actually is. So, yeah. oh, Hopefully not. But, uh, gents, I think that is all we've got time for this week. Just one last one before you go. You've got to say one name for your captain. Guru, go. De Bruyne. Chris Reid. No, you go first, mate. I'm not ready. That was Chris Reed. <laughs> All right, right. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm going to go for uh, Richarlison. Wow. Hey, up. <laughs> Richarlison. You hate him as well, Reedy. I, <laughs> I do hate him, but I don't hate him, you know, but from an FPL. You, went, you messaged me and you said you hate Richarlison. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't hate him. It's just that 
it's theatrics. That's what makes me dislike him. You know, is in you're rolling around on the pitch, and especially in that game against Liverpool. You know, he he does himself no favors. Um, but in terms of a the key player for Everton and from an FPL point of view, I know you've got him, Matt. Um, I think yeah, I think he's a big shout for this game week. Yeah, I agree. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go Son for now. <laughs> Are you both on Son? Son, he said KDB. Oh, oh, KDB. If I free hit, yeah. If he free hits, if he free hits, oh, if he free hits, there we go. Uh, a couple more mind games from the guru, but thank you to everyone who's joined in with the stream today and also listening on uh, on the podcast. Uh, yeah, we love your support, so please give us a like, a rating, and make sure you subscribe so you never miss an upload. Good luck in game week 36, is gonna be an absolute cracker. Everyone's chasing these points now, um, and is getting to deadline. Uh, very shortly uh, over the next 24 hours. Um, We'll see you next week. We hope to bring you a couple of episodes in each game week for the the final two game weeks with plenty of content coming out from us. Um, So we will see you on the other side. And good luck to everybody out there. May all your FPL dreams come true.